We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. If you don't rightly divide it, the Word will become a curse to you. Now, that may sound strange to you. Somebody would say, well, how in the world could the Word become a curse? Well, Jesus said himself, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Isn't that good news? Thank God anyone can be saved that will come to Jesus. He that believeth not, though, see, let's go with the rest of it. He that believeth not shall be damned. Now, the being damned is just as important as the other part of it as far as Jesus was concerned because it's going to prove out to be true. But certainly, we want everybody to be saved. But not everybody will because some of them have been watered with a bucket of sand. Now, we're talking about the Word of God being seed and water and how that it will produce if you understand it. But if you don't understand it, Satan will steal it from you. Now, we've read this verse. I want to quote it again in Isaiah, the 55th chapter. For as the rain cometh down and snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, maketh it to bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Now, let's stop there just a minute. Let me show you something. What is a seed planted for? To produce more seed, you see. Seed for the sower and bread for the eater. Now, Paul went on to say there, of course, in 2 Corinthians, and said, and will multiply your seed sown. Sometimes when I read this, I quote that with it, but it's really not in this verse of Scripture here. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, and it shall not return unto me void. Now, notice, it shall not return void. Well, who's going to return it to him? What God is saying, if you return my word to me, I'll perform it. Now, in another place in Isaiah, it says that God said, call me to remembrance of what I've said. Well, now, did God say that because he's forgetful? No, God's not forgetful. What he wanted you to do is to remind him of it so you'd hear it. You're the one that needs to hear it because faith cometh by hearing. And the way you plant the word is by saying. Saying it. The Apostle Paul in Romans, the 10th chapter, brings that out very vividly when he says, The righteousness which is of faith says, The word is nigh thee. It's even in your mouth and in your heart. Now that's the way you plant it. It gets in your mouth and then it gets in your heart. Now how many of you know that the word won't work in your head? Faith won't work in your head. Faith works in the heart. He said, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made. Unto salvation. Now see, the word salvation does not just mean be saved. It means deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness. You can believe in your heart and be born again. But if you want deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness, and the blessings that God intended for us to have through the word, then we have to get our mouth in motion because that's the way you plant the seed. Now, 17th chapter of Luke, Jesus said to the apostles one day as they were discussing a matter, the apostle said to Jesus, said, Lord, increase our faith in verse 5. He said, Lord, increase our faith. And he said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. As a mustard seed, you would say unto this sycamine tree. Now, what he's doing, he just started using his object lesson. But what he told them was that it wasn't necessarily more faith they needed. What they needed to do is use what they had by saying. You plant it by saying. 
whosoever shall say. You see, Mark eleven twenty three tells us that. Whosoever shall say. Well, somebody said, well, who will it work for? Well, work for whosoever. No, you have a lot of whosoever's that won't say. Wouldn't dare say, unless it already happened. But now notice, Jesus said to them, if you had faith as a seed. In other words, he's telling you faith works like a seed. And the way you plant it is to say it. You speak it. You proclaim it. Now, what are we talking about? The promises of God. The Word of God is the seed. The seed has in it the ability to produce. You know, if you plant cotton, in that cotton seed is the substance of what you desire. And faith is the substance of things hoped for. So the seed is really the substance of it. Now, there's only one way that the Bible tells us to plant that seed in our heart, and that is by speaking it. Paul tells us, Jesus tells us, James talks about it, and he says, Whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart, but believe what he's saying will come to pass. Eventually, see, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Won't happen just because you said it once or twice. But yet saying it is involved in planting it, getting it in the heart. Now, you see, Paul said, the word is nigh thee. It's as close to you as getting it in your mouth and speaking it in your heart. Any farmer knows that you don't plant today and harvest tomorrow. It takes time for it to come about. So when God says, as the rain comes down, the snow from heaven returneth not thither, but maketh the earth to bud, it forces it to produce and it'll produce seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It will force production in the kingdom of God. Now, where is the kingdom? The kingdom of God is within you. Jesus said, they won't say low here, nor low there, but he said, behold, the kingdom of God is within you. That's where the kingdom is. And there is an abundant supply in the kingdom. There's no doubt about that. Second Peter, the first chapter. Let's notice that Peter talks about God giving to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Now notice he didn't say, well, he didn't talk about him giving us all things. He says he has given us all things. Look at verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Notice it is multiplied. Grace and peace is multiplied through the knowledge of God. Now when you gain the knowledge of God, you'll gain some faith of God. You hear people say all the time, well, you never know what God will do. Well, you will if you read His Word. And God will always do what He said. He'll do everything He said He'd do. He'll do everything you believe Him to do. But if you don't know what God will do, he's not obligated to anything. The prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. Didn't say prayer would do it, said the prayer of faith. Grace and peace is multiplied through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge, here he comes back, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby by this means are given to us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be, notice didn't say you would be, said you might be, partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. In other words, the exceeding great and precious promises is where the seed is. That's the seed for your miracle. 
That's the seed for what you desire, is the Word of God. Now, if faith is the substance of these things, see, he says God has already given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. As far as God's concerned, it's already out of his hands. It's not in his hands anymore. He's already given to us all things. Somebody said, well, why don't I have all these things? Well, faith is a substance of them. And he tells you where that substance is. It's in the seed. And faith is in the Word of God. You see, the law of Genesis says that everything produces after its kind, regardless of what it is. You plant corn and you'll get corn 100% of the time. You won't plant corn and get tomatoes. Everything produces after its kind, and he says the seed is in itself. The ability to reproduce that object or that fruit is in the fruit itself. The seed is in itself. Now, what's he saying? God's Word has in it the ability to reproduce that promise in every individual that will believe it and act on it. The seed is in the Word. So that's why it is impossible to pray the prayer of faith when you don't know what God's will is. Because if you don't know God's will, you'd be like a leper that came to Jesus, said, I know he can, but don't know whether he will or not. And when he laid hands on him, he didn't get a thing. He's just as leprous as he ever was. But as soon as Jesus said, I will, he watered his desert. <laughs> and brother, I want you to know he got a harvest because he understood then it is his will. So I am healed. Now notice in Jesus' ministry, in the 13th chapter of Luke, he went to a little woman one day, and she was all bent over. And she'd been bound that way for 18 years. Satan had bound her. And Jesus said to the woman, Woman, you're loosed from your infirmity. But you know she wasn't any better. Wasn't a bit better. She didn't release her faith at the words of Jesus. But when he laid his hands on her, immediately she was made straight. See, now here's a contrast. Here's a man that released his faith at the words of Jesus. But this woman... She released her faith at the laying on of hands and received her healing. See, the Word of God is the seed. It depends on what you believe. You see, here's two individuals that were thinking different. One of them said, if I just knew if it's His will, I'd get healed. But I don't know whether it's His will or not. See, He needed some water. He needed some understanding. That's why it talks about here, through the knowledge of God. It's through the knowledge of God. If you know what God will do, He'll always do it. But if you don't know what he'll do, he's not obligated to do anything because the seed is in itself. But now here's a woman that she's standing right there before Jesus and he says, woman, you're loosed from the infirmity. But she wasn't. She just bound as she ever was because, see, she hadn't released her faith. She probably said, I heard about him laying hands on the sick. If he ever lays hands on me, I'll sure get healed. Well, he spoke the word, but she didn't get healed. But then he laid his hands on her and immediately. She was made straight and glorified God. And then, of course, the Jews got mad because it's the wrong day to heal folks on. But did you notice they had had 18 years to get her healed and hadn't got her healed yet? But Jesus got her healed on the Sabbath day. Thank God. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you our DVD offer this week is 7884. It's called The Intent of the Word. 90-minute DVD for $20 plus $4 postage and handling. Now, when we talk about the intent of the Word, a classic example is Luke 11, where Jesus, in a parable, he said, 
Which of you shall have a friend and shall go to him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine is coming a journey to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within will answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, my children are with me in bed, I cannot rise and give thee. Now notice the question is, which of you would have a friend like this? That if you came at midnight and he'd say, No, I'm already in bed, I'm not going to give you anything. Well, you wouldn't need a friend like that. I mean, if you had friends like that, you wouldn't need any enemies. So notice the intent. He said, I say unto you that though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, God doesn't answer prayer because you're a friend, yet because of his importunity, boldness, barefacedness, boldness of faith, in other words, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you, seek and you shall find, knock and shall be opened to you. Everyone that asketh receiveth, he that seeketh findeth him, that knocketh it shall be opened unto him. If a son shall ask bread of any that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he give him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil or natural, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall the heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit or good gifts to them that ask him? Notice the intent. The intent is to reveal that the Father would do it, and he would do it freely, not that he would withhold it from you and just have you to keep on praying, keep on praying, and maybe you could talk him into it. You'll be excited about this DVD, I promise you. That's offer number 7884, The Intent of the Word, 90-minute DVD for $20 plus $4 postage and handling. May God bless you. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kemp reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400. Or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.